This is your classical break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we'll be listening to two marches written by Percy Granger, one of the more unique characters from the early 20th century and one of the first great composers to come out of Australia. Granger was born in Australia, but at the age of 13, he was taken to Germany by his mother to study music. When she fell sick and couldn't work, he embarked on a career as a concert pianist in London that made him into a star. By the time he was in his early 20s, he was known around England and Europe as a brilliant young musician and a budding composer, with friends and fans including the composers Grieg and Delius. Rather than writing symphonies, concertos, and other standard classical pieces, Granger focused on shorter works, often based around folk songs that he collected from the English countryside. He was one of the first collectors to go out with a phonograph and actually record the songs and tunes as played by traditional musicians, and he eventually amassed a collection of over 300 such songs. His use of folk melodies and shorter piece length gives his music a populist flair that helped make him a well-known and well-loved composer. The first piece we'll listen to, his Children's March, is a prime example. Even though the main melody sounds very much like a folk song, it's actually a Granger original, which shows just how well he soaked up the sound and feel of folk music. It follows many of the same patterns as his music that was based around folk tunes, taking the initial melody and running it through a variety of keys and variations. In the band version we'll be listening to, every combination of instruments is explored with percussion and brass front and center. Granger was quite inventive in how he used the band, and at one point he even has some of them sing along as a choir, using nonsense syllables rather than words. This is a fun, upbeat march full of bombast, but still grounded in Granger's unique brand of populism. Here's the U.S. Marine Band with Percy Granger's Children's March.
You can hear why his music grabbed the ears of so many audiences around England and Europe, and that's the kind of music that first brought him fame. But Granger left England for America in the fall of 1914, and if that timing seems noteworthy to you, it certainly wasn't lost on Granger's British fans. The outbreak of World War I meant that young men like Granger were expected to go into the military, and Granger seemed less than enthusiastic about that idea. His official explanation for decamping to America was that his ailing mother needed a change of scenery and climate. But the fact that America wasn't involved in the fighting was also a key consideration. And he would later remark that he had set out to become a great composer and couldn't reach that goal if he was dead, which is obviously true. But his departure left a bad taste in many fans' mouths, and it meant that Granger had to rebuild his career once he arrived in the U.S., Regardless of his initial reason for leaving, he did end up joining the American army when it became apparent that they too were entering the war. He did so as a saxophone player in the band, avoiding active service in the war, and after leaving the army, he set out again as a pianist, touring around the U.S. Rather than limiting himself to concert halls, he began playing concerts in cinemas, where he found that he got a better reception than he did in more traditional classical venues. That sense of musical democracy is a hallmark of Granger's outlook. He once said that he would like to see everyone be, quote, somewhat of a musician, not a world divided between undeveloped amateurs and overdeveloped musical prigs. While Granger wrote this second piece, the marching song of democracy, before he moved to the U.S., it has a very American flavor. It was inspired by the American poet Walt Whitman and by a statue of George Washington that Granger saw at the World Exposition in Paris, both of which left a powerful impression on the young composer. Again, his arrangement for band is full of bombast with an energy that does not let up until the end. Here's the U.S. Marine Band again with Granger's Marching Song of Democracy.
of the great things about Granger's music is how well it translates to a bunch of different instruments. You can hear this one, which was originally written for a choir of both adults and children. Then it was arranged for a band like this. He was also a concert pianist, and his music seems to work so well no matter who is playing it. Thanks to the U.S. Marine Band for putting that up on imslp.org. And thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and tomorrow for your classical break, we'll be listening to Joseph Joachim's Variations on an Original Theme for Violin and Orchestra. I'll see you then. <laughs>